Let's get right to it. We're going to review the Netflix original film, Full Metal Alchemist. And this movie primarily draws its inspiration from the series Brotherhood, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Uh, And the official synopsis is, while alchemist Edward Elric searches for a way to restore his uh, his brother Al's body, the military government and mysterious monsters are watching closely so edward ed and al are these two young boys at the beginning of the movie who lose their mother their mother dies and um they decide that they are going to use alchemy to bring her back to life it's a forbidden spell but they're going to do it anyway and it goes wrong and al loses his body and edward somehow transfers al's soul his spirit into this suit of armor that was in the alchemy lab where they practiced uh it, it i'll tell you this is a point of confusion for me um well, well, we'll get to that in just a minute. And so the story picks up several years later. Edward is now a teenager, maybe 10 years later, and he is searching for the Philosopher's Stone so that he can use that to bring his brother's body back from limbo or the other side or wherever his body was actually sent and we see a scene where, you know, he is confronting a demon in limbo, uh, and and Edward loses his arm and his leg, and it's replaced by mechanical uh, robotic limbs that are uh, that are built by his friend, and um, so so he's on the search for the philosopher's stone, and. He encounters resistance from the military and from the this trio of monsters. There's a shapeshifter. Um, there's a uh, uh, there's there's what what is it? They're called greed, uh, envy, and gluttony. You know the three sins. And um, along the way, we meet uh, you know a varied cast of characters. And really, truthfully, there are some twists and surprises here the people that you think are the good guys turn out to be the bad guys and you know there are some uh some uh paths that you know lead you down a twisted tale now 
the the visuals on this are pretty amazing. The costumes are spectacular, especially the military uniforms. They definitely have that World War II high society influence uh, that that you would expect in a diesel punk type of military uniform. The uh, setting is very retro. It's actually set in the fil- movie is filmed in what looks to be uh, Italy, a village in Italy. So you've got this very, very old world used universe look and appearance to uh, everything. Um, you know, everything is, is very much that retro futurism. It's, it's futuristic fantasy and science fiction in a, in an old world setting. It's, it is really great. And, for the most part, the the special effects are are pretty solid. Um, when Edward is using his alchemist abilities to manipulate stone, uh, I guess he he can manipulate iron and and other metals in stone. The special effects are fantastic. Um, the general uh, in charge of the uh, the the military operation is a uh, fire alchemist and uh, can use and manipulate fire. And um, there's some other uh, alchemists out there. Here's the problem I had with this movie, though. It, um, it didn't provide any backstory or history for any of the characters. And even with the two brothers of Edward and Al... You know, it it showed only the tragedy of losing their mother and trying to bring her back with a spell, and it ends in in disaster for them. But none of the other characters have any backstory or introduction to them, so we have really no sense of any of their motivation. You know, we're introduced to Edward's best friend from childhood, but she pops up when they're teenagers and has been gone for a long time. And, you know, we really don't have a sense of how they're connected other than, you know, we we're told they're best friends. And the biggest problem I had with this movie was that we never, we never had an explanation of what alchemy is, where it comes from, how it's used, is it science, is it magic, you know, what are the the roots, and, you know, who can use it and who can't, because it becomes very obvious that there are some people who can use it, some people who can't, but it's never clear how that's established. So there are a lot of questions. Um, And and then the the three monsters that try to thwart Edward, um again we're given no con- context as to where they come from, why they're there, or for that matter why they care whether Edward gets the philosopher's stone or not. It's really frustrating that there's no context for character motivations. I'm as an actor, as a performer, I'm really really big on motivations and there doesn't seem to be a whole lot here other than Edward's motivation to restore his brother's body. Everybody else kind of 
is nebulous. You, you know, I don't know how else to describe my frustration with that. Now, speaking of visual effects, I said when Edward uses his alchemy, it looks great. Um, the the general who uses, uh, or the major who uses fire, that looks great. Al, the sentient armor, the 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 suit of armor that Al's spirit inhabits was phenomenal. That was done better than, I would say it looked better than Iron Man in the Avengers to me. It was spectacularly done. And overall, the visual effects, the visuals in this movie were fantastic. The one exception was... The Cyclops monsters who are brought to life with hearts made of Philosopher's Stones were just really bad CGI. In, in some ways, it reminded me of a Ray, a Ray Harryhausen uh, claymation stop-motion animated sequence. While... While Harryhausen was revolutionary and did some great work, you know, the the skeleton battle in Jason and the Argonauts is still, I think, one of the best sequences in filmmaking history. And that really holds up exceptionally well. Not all of Harryhausen's work holds up. And in this movie, the Cyclops... uh, ghouls, zombies, however you want to describe them, they they look out of place, they, they're out of proportion, the CGI animation on them is clumsy. It just, you know, it just didn't work very well for me. So that was one major complaint. Would I recommend this film? From a visual perspective, I think it's worth seeing. And especially if you want to see how they translate animated characters into live action. Because, again, they did a phenomenal job. Edward looks exactly like the cartoon version, the anime version of Edward. Al is spot on. All of the costumes, the colors, everything, it looks like it translated directly from the anime to the screen. Um, But the story is a little bit convoluted because, you know, they're trying to compress an entire series into an hour-and-a-half, two-hour movie. And I think there was a little bit too much. I would have liked to have seen more focus and and, um, maybe a shorter film. This should have maybe been a series and not a standalone film is is truthfully what i think if it had been like an eight part series like stranger things or godless it probably would be a lot better but for my money they just tried to squeeze in too much too much of the story the other issue that i had was that the trailer makes this thing look like it's just action-packed roller coaster ride from beginning to end and really it's not there are a few key scenes where you know Edward is trying to 
get what he thinks is a philosopher's stone from a from a priest, and the priest is using his his alchemist abilities to make rock walls and pillars and whatnot, you know, attack Ed. Um, there's a scene where, you know, I guess it's the same scene actually where the priest brings uh, these rocks to life as giant four-legged monsters and, you know, Ed dispatches them. And uh, that the opening scenes were phenomenal. But then it gets into some really weird territory. Uh, the doctor who, you know, sacrifices his, this is a spoiler, sacrifices his daughter to to create this human-dog hybrid with his dog and his daughter, these chimeras. That was just really weird and completely out of left field. I don't, I don't know why they even included that. It really had no bearing for the, for the story, in my opinion. Um, the motivation for the, the big bad guy and... Um, he had no powers, but he was seeking power, and he wanted to control this army of, uh, you know, zombies, zombie cyclopses. But he was actually aligned with, but ultimately opposed to the monsters, and I, I don't know. There was just a lot. It was it was a little bit messy, and in the middle, it drug a lot while they were trying to create this sense of political intrigue and you know social engineering and morality and whatnot. And I just I thought it was unnecessary. I really wanted to see more character development in the main characters and showing off their abilities more through action sequences, but also giving them more motivation for doing what they did and going on the adventure or, or facing the foes they did. I hope that makes sense. Sometimes I feel like I'm rambling on these movie reviews, but um, if you're into anime and if you love Full Metal Alchemist, I think you're probably going to like this. Um, it, it It isn't it doesn't quite live up to the uh, hype of the trailer, but it was it was solid and it was worth seeing just for the visual effects and to see how they translate the animation to live action. That's going to do it for this episode. Hope you guys enjoyed it. If you did, connect with us at backofthecerealbox.fun. You can leave us a voice message. We'll play it on air. You can leave us an email if you want to go old school, and you can become a contributor at Buy Me a Coffee or Patreon right there at back of the cereal box dot fun. And of course, if you love this episode, share it. Tell two, three hundred of your closest friends and family to come share the fun. And until the next time, love you, mean it. We'll catch you on the back of the cereal box.